Hi there, and a very warm welcome to today's episode of the Change and Evolve Letter, and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And today it is about rejection, and can that be a chance for redirection? We tend to see rejection as something negative and hurtful, well, which it can undeniably be on so many levels. And in general, we do take it very personally when we experience rejection, no matter what kind. And it is very safe to say that I had my fair share of rejection in my life in pretty much every aspect and area possible, personally, as well as professionally. And I'm guessing we all have especially in the past few years. And several years ago, I discovered a book, well, nothing really spectacular here, but it has been a book that I have recommended many, many times and that I have given my children to read at an early age. And this book is by Ya Young and is called Rejection Proof. Essentially, it is about Ya Young and his challenge to expose himself to as much rejection as possible in a 100-day challenge and to toughen himself against the rejection we face every day. Rejection is a common occurrence. Learning that early and often will help you build up the tolerance and resistance to keep going and keep trying. Kevin Feige The result of his challenges were astonishing and, well, inspired me several years ago, BP, before pandemic, to do my own personal rejection challenge. I tried one or the other challenges in his book, like asking to do the security announcement on a flight. And I can tell you, they watch you like a hawk on the entire flight when you do that, and which was, of course, declined. I now also know that you need very special security training to read the security guidelines on an airplane from a sheet of paper. Go figure. The reason to do this challenge is simply to learn to not take rejection so personally, at least not all of the time, as we know that sometimes rejection is just that, very personal and to get a different perspective. I did not do the 100-day challenge like Ya Young, but I did my share, and I believe my favorite one was when I asked a complete, when I asked complete strangers if they would dance a waltz with me on the Marienplatz in Munich. I cannot begin to tell you how often I was rejected and how many people looked at me as if I really had lost all my marbles. I was about to give up and tell myself that, well, this was exactly what I was looking for when I decided to give it just one last try. An elderly couple were walking my way and I plucked up all my courage and just asked if he would dance with me. He declined with all the kindness he could muster for a crazy woman asking him to dance a waltz with her in a public space. But what happened next came as a complete surprise. Well, I suppose you should always expect the unexpected, as his wife hit him on the arm and said, 
a beautiful young woman, yes, she meant me, is asking you to dance and you say no, now you go and dance with that lovely lady. I'm not really sure who was more shocked, me or the poor man, but we both had no choice and I played a waltz on my phone and a friend took a video, which unfortunately I do not have anymore or I would have shared it here with you, and we danced. I actually never much liked the waltz, I do prefer the tango, and am admittedly not very good at it, but the wonderful gentleman was, and I got so lucky as he made me look rather good. I must admit that I learned a lot from the book and so much more from challenging myself. There's always the, this huge discrepancy between theory and real life experience. But I believe we can agree that rejection, a no, usually hurts or is at least unpleasant. But why is that really the case? I have done several seminars on this topic and the three most common replies from the participants were always the feeling of failure, the fear of loss and shame. So we tend to do pretty much everything or at least a lot of things to not even get into the situation where we could possibly or under some circumstances maybe or just possibly really experience rejection or a no. On a side note, most people find it so much easier and want to say yes and usually struggle with saying no. I mean, just consider the low percentage of people saying no to the jab and all else that is happening right in front of our eyes. I might write about that sometime soon. I very much used to be a people pleaser and found it difficult to impossible to say no and also tried too hard to avoid rejection and I know that I'm not alone with that and since we tend to take rejection very personally it leads to well that we simply don't try so we don't even ask and we might miss some great opportunities or we actually dare to ask but we do it so awkwardly often through lack of practice, that our counterpart is more confused than anything else because we somehow try to anticipate how this person might react in order to then back out just in time. Of course, then there is always the possibility that we ask something specifically and get a no just as specifically. As I said before, we do tend to take it personally. And in the moments when we receive a no, we sometimes believe that the person resents us and we are already somewhat on the defensive. And often we then withdraw because it's simply too uncomfortable for us to bear. What we don't realize or want to be true is the fact that we got ourselves into it all by ourselves, a situation in which we feel uncomfortable. And this is exactly the behavior I've noticed in myself over and over again. And I still do, but just much less frequently. Because at some point, I questioned it more closely.
And the first thing that struck me was the fact that most of the scenarios do not take place in reality, but in my, but in my head. And I do claim, perhaps rather boldly, that over 80% of our lives take place in our heads and under 20% in reality. We ask all those questions in our heads and we tend to answer them right away. I'll give you an example. Perhaps you want to inspire someone for something and want to ask if it could be interesting for them. So you go through the people you know in your mind's eye and start to select. And for some it doesn't fit because they are too rich. For others because they're too poor, too fat, too thin, too stupid, too smart, too healthy, too sick or whatever. So in your mind, the rejection has already taken place. It just didn't hurt like a real no. But you have so far managed not to ask a single person. And when we do get around to asking someone, we often pick someone who is not that important to us, someone who is most expendable to us, where it is not so tragic if we mess up. Does this sound in any way familiar? As with many things, to bring on change, you do need to change the approach and with that your mindset. Probably most important is to learn to not to take rejection or no personally, or at least less personally. And this seems to be difficult, but it is not quite as hard as it may appear at first. And I would like to give you a very, very banal example. Ask 10 people if they would like a piece of chewing gum from you, or a piece of candy, whatever. You will receive a certain amount of yeses and a certain amount of noes. And now the crucial questions. Do you have the feeling that those who have rejected your chewing gum now like you less or not at all? Are you in any way desperate or devastated because they did not want your gum? Did you go out of your way to convince them to take one? Most likely your answer to all of these questions is a hard no. In such a situation, we usually don't even think about why the gum was rejected. We just wanted to share something with others and offer them something. And even if, you, if we would think about it, it would probably sound something like this. They do not like chewing gum. It is not their preferred flavour. They do not want a piece of chewing gum right now. They wear braces and are not allowed to eat gum, etc. And these are already many thoughts, well, too many if you ask me, on the topic of chewing gum. Thoughts that hardly anyone will have in this situation. So why do we often fail to do this in other aspects of our lives? What is the crucial difference? The difference is in the value or significance that we give it. When we put great value or significance to something, we put ourselves in a desperate situation so much easier and quicker, and the more difficult it becomes to see that we are essentially just offering a piece of gum. 
Sometimes we become so afraid of being rejected or failing that we may even beg and plea, becoming needy and possibly pushy pleaders. The great thing is that we can still put great value or significance on something and not beg or plead. We can see it as what it is, a piece of gum or whatever else it is we have to offer and become a provider. It doesn't mean that we are not rejected anymore, but we can redirect rejection. For one thing, we learn so much more from rejection than from our successes, because we quickly take success for granted. And once we experience rejection, we need to become creative, inventive, and learn. We change and evolve. The best thing we can do with rejection is to make it a learning experience. Rejection is a great teacher, Adina Friedman. Secondly, when we realize that we have something to offer and do not need to beg and plea others to accept what we have to offer, we have accomplished a lot already. I really wish I was less of a thinking man and more of a fool, not afraid of rejection, Billy Joel. And third, one of the best ways, though, to redirect rejection is to have the courage to ask why we were rejected. You can only have understanding when you understand. And the reasons might really surprise you, as in many cases, it has absolutely nothing to do with you personally. I really do believe that one of the worst mistakes we make is not preparing our children for rejection. In our so-called modern society, children are often raised to believe that they can be anything they want to be, regardless of their abilities, simply by uttering what they want, not realizing or acknowledging their boundaries and limitations. This has gone so far that they can choose to change their gender at will, as well as at ages that are absolutely ridiculous. And everyone around them has to give in to all their feelings and whims. Common sense seems to have lost its grip on quite a portion of mankind. Yet the harsh awakening comes when these children enter the real world and are confronted with reality. It is, in my opinion, the job of parents to gently and lovingly prepare children for what they should expect in life, the good and the ugly. It was the worst period of my life. I had all this gigantic acceptance as a kid and all of a sudden there was this monumental rejection, Tommy Rettig. As my song for you, I chose a lovely song. I don't even know where I heard it first, but um, I did want to share it with you because I think it goes very well with today's letter. And it's by Nightbird and it's called It's Okay. And of course, this song has been added to the Spotify playlist. And of course, you can find all the songs from Every Change and Evolve letter ever published on that list. Like it, share it, or listen to some good music. It is just one click away. And as my poem for you, well, I felt like Ella Wheeler Wilcox today. 
um, who lived from 1850 to 1919. She is definitely one of my, my favorite poets. And this poem is called Friendship After Love. After the fierce midsummer all ablaze has burned itself to ashes and expires in the intensity of its own fires, there come the mellow, mild St. Martin days, crowned with the calm of peace, but sad with haze. So after love has led us till he tires of his own throes and torments and desires, comes large-eyed friendship with a restful gaze. He beckons us to follow and across. Cool, verdant veils we wander free from care. Is it a touch of frost lies in the air? Why are we haunted with a sense of loss? We do not wish the pain back or the heat. And yet, and yet, these days are incomplete. And the impression of today is, it was, I think I love this photo very, very much. And it was actually um, a wonderful drive-by photo I took recently out of the car. And I absolutely love this. So how do you deal with rejection? Or how do you see the topic of rejection? Let me know your thoughts in the comments or send me a message. You do know I always love hearing from you. Wishing you a very happy day wherever you are. Yours, Tanya. <laughs>